It's not my uh, my skill, my talents. It's none of that. It's straight from Hashem. Brocha, blessing, sustenance, health, success, all comes straight from God. You are listening to the JP Show, where we discuss the issues you care about from a Jewish perspective. I am Rabbi G. And I am Rabbi Levy. And we hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, this is Rabbi G, and we're back for another series of our JP podcast. Thank you to all those that gave feedback from last week. That interview with Michael was really powerful. So many people were affected and made it so real, and it continues to make it real. And we're not finished. We're nowhere near finished. Our brothers and sisters, our Chayalim and Chayalot, are still in uh, in the thick of the fighting. We still need Hashem's blessings. Um, they're still in harm's way, and please God, it will come to an end very soon. So, I just want to focus today on, a, on an idea which we have been sort of talking about, but how does it all come together? And it comes from a question that we've been asked by a few people. In Hebrew, there are two words that we focus a lot during this time. It's called emunah and bitachon. So emunah is faith. We believe in Hashem. Everything has a plan. Everything is God's plan. Um, sometimes we don't understand the plan we don't know why he would allow certain things to happen but he did, he knows best so we accept it, we believe in him, we have faith in him and then of course that's sort of what things that have happened till now but then we talk about bitachon bitachon is a huge subject bitachon means essentially to trust that everything comes from God and he will provide for everything and we know that our, our commentaries tell us that the more we trust in God the more we think positively, the more we believe that he's going to provide for us, both on an individual level, in terms of our own sustenance, our own health, the health of our families, sustenance of our families, and so on, the more the blessings will come, and the more we trust even collectively, and as a nation, we say to him, we dive into him, we pray to him, and we trust that he will listen to us, and he protects us, and he's going to give us everything that we need, it will in fact be that way. So, part of Bittachan, therefore, is really also the belief, the strong belief, that it's not our efforts, really, that make things happen. So, to use a simple example. So, let's say we go to, we go to work. We've got to earn a living. So, we do work, and we, and we, and we do a deal. But part of Bittachan, part of Jewish living, really, is to believe that, yes, I did, I did uh, make the channel, so to speak. I did go, and I did, um, I did the deal, and I... And I, I I sold the product, or whatever the case is, I made a profit, and I can now enjoy that profit, but ultimately that profit is from Hashem. It's Hashem that provides. It's through the channel of the deal, but He provides. It all comes from Him. It's not my cleverness, it's not my, uh, my skill, my talents, it's none of that. It's straight from Hashem. Brocha, blessing, sustenance, health, success, all comes straight from God. Now, we have a concept called Hishtadlut. Yishtadlut means that we also have to balance the bitachon, so to speak, if we use probably balance is probably the wrong word, but we have to also have hishtadlut, we have to make, we have to contribute. We have to do what we need to do. We can't just sit back and do nothing. We have to create what's called in the terminology a keli, a vessel for Hashem's brachas. There's a verse where Hashem says, Hashem and God will bless you asher in everything that you will do, which means you need to do. If you sit home and you don't work and you do nothing and you don't even make an effort to earn money, you won't earn money. Because Hashem blesses us 
through the vessel that we create. So, the philosophical question becomes then, where do we put our emphasis? In other words, it's like a balance. Obviously, the main thing is to strengthen our belief in Hashem. The main thing is bitachon, the main thing is trust in Hashem, and therefore the nurturing, that belief and trust in God, that everything, in fact, does come from Him. And therefore, because everything comes from Him, we need to strengthen our connection with Him, our closeness with Him, our reliance on Him, to really put it all on Him, so to speak, so that we are part of His reality, and therefore a, a, a conduit to be able to receive His infinite blessings. But at the same time, He wants us, now why He wants us still to do stuff in this world, He could give it to us in all sorts of ways, because that's what He wants, for whatever reason, that's a separate philosophical discussion, but He does want. And therefore, we need to balance those two things. We do need to do, but we also need to understand that although we do Hishtad Lut, we do make that keli, we do make that vessel, it is ultimately not the vessel that's bringing the bracha, it is Hashem that's giving the, the, the blessing. And I think that's a topic which I want to discuss now together with Rabbi Levi, but it's a topic which is very relevant to what's going on now. Um, obviously, we need an army. Obviously, we need a strategy. Obviously, we need diplomacy and advocacy. But also important to understand is that our success, our victory, our our winning this war and coming back to a safe and secure existence is straight from Hashem, which means and highlights the importance of strengthening our connection with Hashem, the importance of tefillah, the importance of realizing that it's not our strength, it's not our military power, although we need a good military power, we need to make a good vessel, but ultimately it's Hashem and therefore we need to strengthen our connection with Him as a critical component of success in this mission. So I think there's a lot to elaborate on there, and we'll bring Rabbi Levi into the discussion. How are you? I'm well, thank God. Um, Did you also get good feedback from last week? Yeah, it was, uh, that was a powerful, powerful podcast, powerful discussion. Um, so I think we just to, to, to start off on a, on a philosophical note here. So you're saying that everything comes from God, um, and everything that we do is just a vessel, so we've got to work, it's a vessel for Hashem's blessing. And therefore, our focus needs to be, obviously, on Hashem and, 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 and strengthening our connection to Him. But at the end of the day, that's about what you do. How about what other people do for you? So, let me just give you a more trivial example, then we'll bring it to the example of here. So, let's say um, somebody helped you out in your business. Someone else. Not what you did. Someone else helped you out. Do you need to feel gratitude to that person? Or, since everything comes from God, so that person is just, uh, you know, just a... Uh, is really just like a hammer. It's really just a tool that, that, that Hashem used. And to apply that more broadly into what we're going through now, obviously we have hundreds of thousands of soldiers who are risking their life for the Jewish nation. If you're saying that everything comes from God, do we need to feel a debt of gratitude to them? I mean, obviously we do, but the question is, how does that all fit in? Yeah, that's a really, really good question. Actually, the Talmud addresses that question with a very, very famous saying, which means... The wine belongs to the master, but we say thank you to the butler, essentially, right? That's what it means. Right. And why do we do that? So we know that one of the, so that's a very broad question. One of the greatest values in Torah and in Jewish thinking is gratitude. Um, and in fact, gratitude is, is probably more important for us than it is even for the person that we're thanking. But we do need to thank because that's part of good living, it's part of moral living, right? So the way it works is if someone helps me out, did me a favor, the, the blessing is straight from Hashem, but that person was the shaliach, he was the messenger. And Hashem chose him, chose him to send his blessing through that person to us. Right? 
we need to feel gratitude. Ultimately, the, the, the commentaries explain that if we don't feel gratitude to the people that help us, then we actually, ultimately, we won't actually feel gratitude to God either. The deep gratitude we feel it comes together with understanding that everything's from God. And therefore, the, when we feel gratitude for the person who was just the messenger, then we accentuate our gratitude. We make it even stronger. Gratitude for, for, for Hashem, for God, who sent us that blessing in the first place. So yes, when it comes to what we're going through now, the soldiers, those people who actually risk their lives, put themselves in harm's way to protect our land, our nation, they are great people. We need to have infinite gratitude for them because they're doing a job that we're not doing. We can contribute, of course, but they are doing the toughest job. We need them. We need them to be upskilled. We need them to be talented. We need them to be strong because Hashem wants to send His blessing through an effective vessel. So we need to pray for them, show gratitude towards them. With the help of God, if we meet them after the war, if we meet any of them after the war, we need to go out of our way show them amazing, amazing, amazing gratitude. They are great people. They are great people because they have the schut, they have the merit that they are the ones carrying out Hashem's mission. Um, there's a famous story of the Lubavitcher Rebbe when, I don't know what year it was, but it was a time when um, a bunch of wounded soldiers came to visit him in New York. They had a name, they're called Nechei Israel, the wounded of, of, of Tzahal, Nechei Tzahal. And, um, and the Rebbe especially came down and spoke to them in Hebrew, which, in, in Hebrew which was unusual. He always spoke yeah. in Yiddish publicly. And then the Rebbe said this something absolutely, and he spoke in unbelievable glowing terms about them and their greatness. And then he asked them a favor, so to speak. He said it would be his chus, his honor, if they would allow him to come down the platform, because they're all, all wheelchairs and stuff like that. And if you can please, please approach each one of them, shake their hand, they give them a dollar to give to charity, and give them a blessing. And he said it would be my, es he used the word eskabed, I will be honored. I will be my honor to do that because he said you are. The, and and then of course the Rebbe in his typical style, just as a, just a, a, to digress for a moment, he said he wants to give it because a Jew always gives advice even when he's not asked for it. Even when he's not asked to give advice, he said he wants to give advice and change the name from Nechei Tzahal, which is the wounded of Tzahal, to Mitzuyanei Tzahal, to the outstanding of Tzahal. And that was his ways, his positive way. But yeah, absolutely, so yes, they are great people. They are tzaddikim, they are protecting our land. They are the people who are doing it. They are people who are carrying out Hashem's mission. But particularly when it comes to the Jewish people, we always have to have in our mind. We have to have in our mind. They have to have in our mind, which they do, by the way. If you look at the videos God coming out of Israel now, oh, they're the ones, they're the ones. Who putting on tzitzis and then they're putting praying. On exactly, and they, they are very conscious of the fact that it's not them. They're the vessel. Their strategy, their, their thinking is what Hashem wants them to do to carry His blessing. But yeah, but but it's from Hashem, the success of Hashem, and we need to keep doubling to Hashem for that success. I think one of the, the outcomes of this sort of this um, having both things in mind, both Hishtadlot, doing things and Bitachon, is that when we do do things, both in our own personal life and as a nation as a whole, we do it, we do it properly, but if we really had Bitachon properly, it would remove the anxiety from it, the, the stress, the... the the worry about the outcome would be in, in, in the ideal state. Obviously, bitachon is a life journey and a life struggle. But in the ideal state, you would still do. You know, trusting in God doesn't mean that I sit with my hands folded, expecting you know bread to fall down from heaven. But it means doing what I need to do physically, but without the worry of what's going to be, because that have that bitachon of, and of with, the outcome. And absolutely, and, with, and without regret. And it's theologically very nuanced and very complicated. So I'll give you just an example, right? So go back to the business example. So I, 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 go in, I'm not, I keep on saying I, I wouldn't be a very big businessman anyway, but, but 
it's not, it's not my genes, but um, so I'll stick to the revenue for the time being. But uh, if I was a businessman, I went and I did a deal, and it fell through. So there's two things that have to happen here. I need to live responsibly. That's part of my mission. That's part of my hishtadlut. So I have to think back and reflect and learn, like, what did I do wrong? What can I do better next time? But I can't be upset about it. I can't beat myself up. I have to understand that it was God's plan. Exactly. Because if I didn't make that profit, I wasn't meant to make that profit. Uh, maybe it was there to teach me for the next time. So therefore, I have to do that. But, but it removes the anxiety, as you say. It removes the stress. Like I'm not, yeah, And that's a difficult thing. I mean, it's a work in progress. It's, it's not... So, so, so let me throw you a personal question. You said that you're not a businessman. So how do you incorporate this idea of Pitachon in your life? In fundraising. Since you're not trying to make uh, billions of dollars in your life, that's not your life's mission. And you're probably, probably not going to happen. So, so okay, you asked me a personal question. I'm going to be honest. So we I try to apply it, I say try to, because I, I don't know if I always successfully do that. Because like I say, Pitachon is actually a work in progress. In my mind, I, I have it clear, but not so much in my heart always. Right. Um, if I... If I um, been a been a is always in need of funds for the great work that we all do. Thank God, that wasn't the plug, by the way, or maybe it was. I don't know. Anyway, but we always need we always need funds. So if I if and we need funds for to cover the budget, we need funds for expansion. Um, so it's part of my responsibility, our responsibility to fundraise, and sometimes it doesn't work. Um, and sometimes we get frustrated and we and we upset. Now, of course, we've got to make the Kaylee, same thing. So we've got to do fundraising activities, we've got to make the ask, we've got to pitch, we've got to canvas, and, and do events, and so on and so forth. But what does work is because Hashem wanted it to work. If it doesn't work that day, it wasn't meant to work, I can reflect, I can, I can strategize how to make it work better. That's responsible living. But to get upset about it, and to be frustrated about it, is a lack of bitachon. I'm very, I'm very aware of that. I can't, <laughs> say, I can't say I always apply that, because I do beat myself up sometimes. And I do get upset when things don't run smoothly. We're all human beings at the end of the day. Yes, I'm saying it's a work in progress. You're talking about the concept, the mindset that we're supposed to try and develop, yeah. Right. Um, so I, I once heard this idea, maybe you can sort of elaborate on it. Another ramification of this is even though we need to do things that we need to do, but we don't give it extreme importance, but I mean to say the utmost importance. The utmost importance is God's blessing and, and, and sort of everything else comes comes secondary. And and we learn that from I mean Purim is quite a while away. Uh, we're only in the month of Kislev and and and, and it's a leap year, so we have an extra Adar. But we find that in the story of Purim, um, Esther she went to her husband, Achashverosh, to intercede on behalf of the Jewish people. On the one hand, she made that vessel on the other hand, she didn't put that much importance to it in the sense that she, we know that she fasted for three days before she went into Achashverosh, which is sort of counterproductive. She probably want to look her best, and after you fast for three days, you don't look your best. Um, so how does that work? So you're supposed to do it properly, but you sort of, at the same time, she didn't really do it 100%. How do you sort of reconcile all of that? Yeah, so I mean, part of responsibility, you've got to live responsibly, so you strategize properly. So I think the way to frame it is not that she didn't put so much importance on it, she didn't put the main importance on it. In other words, right. no. She knew that if we don't fast and we don't dab into Hashem, it's, we, we're not going to be saved. And that was, the, you know, the time. We knew that the Jews had, had a problem and they, they were spiritually, um, you know, deficient at that time and they needed to reconnect. So she knew that's, that's what needs to happen first and foremost. That's what we need to think about. And this is, this is where the whole mindset and the philosophy comes into, right? Like, where's my area of primary focus? Um, going back to the business idea or, or you know, look, looking for a livelihood. Is it... Is it drive myself crazy to live day and night in the office? Always no. I understand 
My primary focus first is to connect to, to Hashem. That's the source of blessing. To daven, to learn, to, to, you know, connect with God. And then, to do it responsibly, not, paying, not, not to be irresponsible, not, not neglectful. Esther, at the end, did. She, she put a strategy in place. She did diplomacy. She went to the king. But it wasn't her main area of focus. She did it absolutely responsibly, but it wasn't the main area of focus. Right. So what comes out of all of this is that together with everything that we need to do physically, we also have to connect spiritually. That has to be a focus. So, yeah, sorry, you want to say something? No, no, if I could just say, I think, I think also what highlights in this current situation is that, you know, all Jews are connected. We, we're one soul, right? For whatever reason, we, don't, we, we aren't on the front lines. We're sitting here in Sydney. And I think that this discussion highlights the importance of our, our spiritual connection, which we don't only do for ourselves. We do on behalf of everyone. Right. I mean, the reality is, like, you know, those who are on the front lines, even halachically, we know that, right? They're just exempt from a lot of spiritual stuff that we normally do. Right. I mean, they're trying the hardest. I mean, I'm sure you've seen the videos of... of Kabbalah Shabbat oh, in man. a tank in Gaza. Yeah, singing Shabbos songs just before Shabbos. Yeah, unbelievable. And, and one guy making Kiddush and, and people wearing tzitzis and, and tzitzis. I mean, but, you know, you can't exactly sit down and, and dove them properly in a tank in Gaza. I mean, I'm sure not. Right. I was never there. But I'm, imagining, <laughs> assume. I'm assuming that, uh, you know, it's not the greatest prayer. But, I mean, it must be so precious. But just to be able to have that focus, to be able to steal a few minutes to... Daven in the middle of war. But uh, what we can do, when we daven, we, when we say tilim, or we daven, or we do a mitzvah, we put on tefillin, or we, or we put up a mezuzah, or we light Shabbos candles, we need to have them in mind, because it's a partnership. It's a real partnership. And by the way, you don't have to believe me that it's a partnership. They say it's a partnership. Mm. There's so many videos of Chayalim saying, please, pray for us. You're strengthening us. Do a mitzvah for us. Right? And uh, that's what we need to do. So we know that it's a, it, the blessing comes from Hashem, and the the godly part of this equation um, rests more on us, really, that we're not actually doing the fighting. Um, so, we, yeah, we, we need to highlight the, the, the importance of... The importance, and we have to feel the responsibility. Yeah, yeah. We can't just go to sleep. We have to feel like it's... As we and we shouldn't, time, we shouldn't, it's our war, and we have to feel exactly, fighting as well. Exactly, and it shouldn't get weaker. It should be with... I mean, it, it's not getting... Less dangerous. Exactly. The war isn't tapering down. The war is intensifying. Yeah. We're getting more used to it, but it's actually the war is, is actually is, is intensifying. We need to take more responsibility, at least, you know, it could be through tefillah, through a mitzvah, through helping someone else out, whatever the case is, we've got to do stuff. Do godly stuff. Prayer, learning, mitzvahs, tzedakah, and so on. Absolutely. So keep doing mitzvahs, keep praying, everyone, and let's hope for good news. Thank you for listening to the JP Show. For questions, comments, and feedback, please email rabbig at bina, B-I-N-A, dot com dot au. See you next time.